I know this is exactly how everyone wanted us to start this episode out, too. <laughs> if I'm a man, then I'm a bear. <laughs> Wait, no, I fucked it up. <laughs> I'm a muppet of a man. As if it couldn't get worse from Chuck E. Cheese and rats. <laughs> we bring oh, you muppets. We've talked about muppets, though, before on this podcast. I think, Rose, you talked about a cryptid that made us think oh. of a muppet or something. <sighs> So we brought up Muppet Arms at some point. Yeah. Well, I'm going to bring up Muppets tonight, so it's actually very oh, fortuitous that Anna's been doing this. <laughs> that's fun. I'm think, psychic. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Wow, Anna. <laughs> Thank you. So welcome back to the Nightmare Girls, where apparently we talk too much about Muppets and rats. <laughs> Chunky cheese, to be specific. <laughs> I don't think we've mentioned him in a while. No, it's been a minute. Like, we, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll say his name sometimes, but we don't, like, actively talk about him. Mm. So, yeah, that's My weird. My dad sent me a Facebook meme the other day about Chuck E. Cheese, and he in the text he just said, sorry, you didn't want me to say the C word or something, and then I clicked on it and realized it was Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I love you. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> So, uh, how are we doing, lads? Well, so, while we're recording this, our first episode back, which will be three episodes ago, we'll be releasing this Friday, so I think we're excited. We're doing this new thing where we record really long in advance, well, not really, I guess really long in advance, yeah. Yeah, Just because we didn't, in case you didn't know, we didn't do that last time, so we were literal chaotic messes. (laughs) We'd do it, like, two days before, and the person who was editing would just be, like, sobbing at midnight, (laughs) I can't finish That's not the most accurate thing I've ever heard. Then we'd be like, oh, technical difficulties. The episode's going to be a little late. It's because we would record like two days before. Yeah. Yeah, it's because we recorded on Thursday and then had to put the episode up by Friday. Yeah, that's some fun behind the scenes for (laughs) y'all. We're not as much of a mess mess now. Slightly better. Yeah. Is anything new happening that anyone wants to I got stabbed repeatedly by a needle with ink on it. Oh, oh, she had a tattoo. Oh. Why do you say things in the weirdest way? Why do you say it like that? I got so scared. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. Consensually stabbed repeatedly by a needle with ink on it. Okay, Anna, that's <laughs> a little too much. That's... <laughs> well, at least... Yeah, okay. Moving your, on. <laughs> your tattoo looks cool. Thank it does. You. You're welcome. It was nice, like a massage. Oh, yeah, I bet. Huh. Yep. Yep. My okay. eyes didn't water at all. Wow. Sure. That's I believe on. you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, should we just hop into the spooks? I, I don't think we have updates. Yeah. yeah. Nothing exciting is happening in my life, so here we are. This is Man. the most exciting thing. Spook us. Yee. Yes, please. So, this place I've literally been meaning to talk to y'all about before we even recorded our first episode. Like, it's been that long. Um, I think I just got, I lost the original list of places I wanted to talk about, and I found it the other day when I was doing some cleaning, and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I forgot that I wanted to talk about this place. And I might have mentioned it to you guys before. Um, Have I mentioned Clinton Road 
to either of you? It sounds familiar, but I don't. Uh, I don't know why. Don't think so. Okay, so this is actually a place in New Jersey, and I also Ooh. don't think I've actually talked about anything from New Jersey from what I can remember out of all the episodes prior to this, unless I'm forgetting something. I don't I know. No. Yeah, I don't think I. I, ha- I at least I don't think I have. Rose, I know you talked about like, the Jersey Devil, but like that's <laughs> the extent I feel like of New Jersey talk, other than like referencing that I'm from there. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a crime that I haven't talked about New Jersey yet. So we're going to talk Wait. about Clinton Road. What? Is this the road you were telling us about that is, like, haunted, <gasps> it, like, that oh. someone you knew visited? Didn't you visit? Yeah. Well, okay. So here's the thing. No. So it's, like, 30 minutes from my family's house in New Jersey. Oh, good. Um, it's in West Milford, which is in Passaic County, which I know means nothing to you, but that means something to me. Like, I know where that is. Um, okay. And I've had multiple opportunities to go to Clinton Road, but I've literally every single time been, like, absolutely fucking not. Like, I will not get in a car <laughs> with anyone that wants to go to Clinton Road because um, I would just hear stories all the fucking time in high school, and I'm like, I am not going to this place. Like, it, and, like, also in high school, I was not as into, like spooky stuff as i feel like we are now like that really kicked off when i met these bozos and we were in college and all we did was watch horror stuff all the time um but i i I literally was like no i refuse to go because people even people like i knew had like crazy shit happen to them like beyond like some of the stuff i'll talk about tonight but i'm just gonna talk about like the big things that people know um and right before we recorded our first episode and i was telling some of my like best friends from new jersey that we were starting this podcast and they were asking like what we were talking about and i was like I do, like, ghosts and, like, haunted places and stuff like that. They immediately were like, oh, my gosh, you have to talk about um, Clinton Road. Like, you have to cover it. Like, it's that big of a thing in New Jersey. So, oh, wow. yeah. And, yeah, it's actually also considered the most haunted road in um, – or the scariest road in America is, like, the title of Oh, my God. Yeah, so um, that's happening there. And I also just want to apologize in advance because I do kind of cross over into both of your territories with this one because there's just a lot happening at this road. And I didn't realize that much was happening, so there's a lot. Um, But my sources for this story um, include Wikipedia, dangerousroads.org, and then my favorite website ever, weirdnj.com. I just love them. They're just, yeah, they literally used to publish, um, I don't know if they still do like physical copies, but they would publish like weird NJ like magazines. And it was like about specific like weird shit that happens in New Jersey because New Jersey is quite the place. So yeah. Okay. So Clinton Road. Um, Clinton Road is considered, as I said, the scariest road in America, primarily due to the strange things that seem to happen along this 10-mile paved road when the sun goes down. Um, There's just a lot of weird shit that people have seen, experienced, heard, etc. So there's virtually no houses along Clinton Road, and the surrounding area is mostly underdeveloped, publicly owned woods. So, like, there's, like, there'll be, like, a house, like, here and there, but not, it's not, like, a um, residential road by any means. Um, And it gets its name from the original settlement of Clinton, which is located right about where the road crosses this like brook and the brook is also called clinton brook as you can see they're very creative with names over here um <laughs> so rumors of the bad vibes that have been in the clinton road area have been floating around since it was first settled so um there was this man named percy oh j percy crayon which i'm like that's an incredible crayon. last name Excellent to have. Name. i know i love that for you j percy I love that. <laughs> yeah so crayon <laughs> wrote about these woods um in 1905 <laughs> um and he wrote quote 
It was never advisable to pass through the five-mile woods after dark, for tradition tells us they were infested with bands of robbers and counterfeiters, to say nothing of the witches that held their nightly dances and carousels at Green Island, and the ghosts that then made their appearance in such frightful forms that it was the most terrifying it was more terrifying to the peaceful inhabitants than the wild animals or even the native americans which is racist so okay crayon that often passed so yeah because i'm like don't first of all don't call them terrifying because they lived there first but second um that is the quote so clearly it was like there was something going on there that was freaking people out even when like they first began to live in that area um and then also, just for reference, this road also apparently has the longest traffic light in the whole country. <laughs> Which, like, what? That's the real horror. Yeah. That's the real yeah. horror. Yeah. And it also makes complete sense that that's in New Jersey, because that sounds about right. So, yeah. the, um, just in case you're wondering, this light clocks in at a full five minutes. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yeah. And so, I guess this is to prevent um, backups during rush hour, hour traffic on Route 23. So, Clinton Road, like, has an intersection with Route 23. So, to avoid there being huge backups there is a five minute light so great thanks new jersey (laughs) but anyway um so even while this road like i'll get into like the paranormal stuff and there's just like weird shit that happens around here it's also a very winding road and it can be challenging to drive at night um especially when folks aren't always focused on like actually driving the road because they're they hear all these stories about things that happen around the road that they're more focused on like yeah so they're literally like doing research for this if you google clinton road pictures you'll get tons of pictures of like car crashes and stuff so it's just kind of unsettling so that kind of shit happens all the time so, um, lads, are we ready to get into more of the specific spooky nonsense? Oh, I yes, super am. Yes. Okay, so I have a picture to send you. It's no Ooh. it's no picture like last week where I had like fun actual ghosts. Um, but this is just to give you some like context for what I'm going to be talking about. So, there is a specific portion of the road that's referred to as Dead Man's Curve, and I just sent you a photo. Ooh, what does it say? What is, um, I don't know. There's a lot of graffiti. And I, I there's a lot of pictures that have different graffiti in them, too. So, like, I guess it says different things depending on, like, when people have taken photos. Um, okay. But basically, that's, like, a really, really sharp turn that's on the road. And it's kind of, mm-hmm. again, dangerous to drive, especially at night because of how sharp it is. But it also is a bridge. So the road goes over a bridge, and that's where that curve is. Oh, um, great. Yeah, so that's lovely. So apparently, if you go to this bridge and you throw coins off of it, some people say specifically quarters, some people say specifically pennies, regardless, it's all money. So if you throw coins off, there's a little ghost boy who um, will throw coins right back up at you after you throw them. Yeah. So I don't need your money. (laughs) Well, actually, that's that's funny that you say that, Anna, because I'll get into that. But um, there's a couple different variations of the legend as to who this ghost boy is. So the one I've heard the most and like this is a story that I heard before I even did research, too, is that there was a little boy who um, saw like a quarter on the road and he went to go pick it up and then he got hit by a car. So that's where the ghost boy origin came from. Um, and some people say if you go to the bridge at midnight and you stand at the bridge, um, you will suddenly see a quarter drop to the ground, like out of nowhere. And if you bend over to pick it up, the little ghost boy will push you into the lake below the bridge to save you from being hit by the same car that hit him. So he'll think that you're going to die too. Yeah. Which is like really sad. Um, but kind of like Anna was suggesting, there's a couple of people that suggest that this little boy's like really 
fucking annoyed that people keep giving him quarters or <laughs> pennies and things. So, um, again, maybe he doesn't like being considered a cherry case. I don't know. But um, there's one story from Weird NJ that says these two guys um, were, like, near the bridge. One of them knew a lot about the bridge and was, like, telling his friend about it. And they decided to throw a coin over the bridge. Nothing happened, so they drove away, and then they went like they went somewhere, and then they came back on Clinton Road the other way, and they drove by the bridge again. And I guess um, part of the graffiti at some point in time had the kid's name on, or the kid's supposed name on the graffiti, and I could not for the life of me find what this name was anywhere, but I guess it was at some point graffitied on the bridge, or people thought that was the kid's name. But as they drove by the bridge again, um, and this was like a couple hours later, um, one of the friends like said the kid's name and then all of a sudden quote a quarter or something metal was thrown hard against the window of the car so they were like really oh freaked out and like drove away so <clears throat> he might be a little pissed that people keep giving him change also maybe maybe he doesn't like the fact that it's like pennies and quarters like maybe he's like give me like <laughs> Benjamin Franklin like right. yeah I mean if or I was like... a ghost that was getting money thrown at me I'd want it to be like hundreds <laughs> You know. right. Well, and if he did, like, die picking up a coin in the street, he probably doesn't want to see another coin ever again. <laughs> oh, like, I didn't even consider that. I was like, thinking he's, like, counting him, and he's like, I literally died because of these coins. <laughs> yeah. So, that's the little ghost boy. But And there's a lot of different versions to the story, but that's the main one that I think most people mm-hmm. go with. Um, yeah, but I just think it's kind of sad that there's a little, like, especially if that story's true, like, a little boy was, like, hit by a car. Like, that's so sad. Um, yeah. But that's Dead Man's Curve. Um, so now I'm going to talk about this place called Cross Castle. So I guess there was once an actual castle in the woods off of Clinton Road, which, what the fuck? <laughs> Just like, uh, cool. why? In New Jersey? Yeah, so I know. build a castle in New Jersey? There's plenty of little Literally. castles in, you know, the New England area. Okay, yeah, but, but New, New Jersey, Jersey is not New I know. Look, look yeah. and here's the thing. I love New Jersey. Y'all know this. I'm from New Jersey. We shit on New Jersey constantly because it is weird. It's <laughs> fucking weird. I one time was at Anna and other Anna's <laughs> apartment and uh, we were like walked outside the apartment and I was like, wow, it kind of smells like the Jersey shore or like it smells like the beach, I said, but the beach meaning the Jersey shore. And Anna was like, Meg, it smells like cigarettes. So that doesn't tell you anything <laughs> about how New Classy. Jersey is. Yeah, New Jersey, that's probably why New Jersey was like excluded from New England because um, I, I literally was telling, I have a... Again, in case you forgot, I now live in Minnesota. Um, and I have a new coworker that started this week, and I was telling them I'm from New Jersey, and they were asking me, like, is New Jersey a, a part of New England? And I was like, no. But th- I didn't want to be like, this is probably the reason why. It's because we're fucking <laughs> weird and gross. Um, yeah. But anyway, castle. Yeah, there was a castle. So this castle was built by this man named Richard J. Cross, also in the early 1900s. And I guess in, like, the heyday of the castle, the walls were, like, three stories high. Um, so that's pretty big, pretty big castle mansion thingy, like, happening in the woods there. So um, Cross died in 1917, and his family sold the castle to the city of Nork in 1919. And then at some point after this, there was a fire in the castle that just, like, destroyed part of it. So that happened. And then by 1988... The Nork Watershed Commission deemed the structure, quote, unsound, but a lot of the remains, um, the foundation remained, um, even though they, like, tore down some other pieces of it. So there's a lot of um, stories about things that happened within, like, this, like, foundation of the castle or, like, the pieces that were left of it. Um, And, of course, you could probably imagine, especially in, like, 
the 60s, 70s, 80s, a lot of the stories I was reading, this was this was a very popular area for like teenage nonsense. So like big like keggers and booze parties. Nonsense. Yeah, like so big things like that happened in that area. But also some other groups that liked to use the castle include Satan worshippers and the KKK. Oh, oh naturally. No. So I'm gonna take a sip of wine because that's hmm. That's Doesn't fun. that make what a Two episodes in a row that that's that the KKK have come up. Oh, I forgot you mentioned the KKK last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. So, um, uh. Yeah, so that's a thing. Cool. Um, and I guess people also, when they see the KKK specifically, like they see people like in like the full on like robes and stuff. But I guess um, there's also been claims of like when they see the KKK in their robes doing whatever the fuck it is that they do. <laughs> Um, people have also claimed to see them sacrificing animals, like goats. Oh, cool. So not just hate crimes, what? but, like, actual yeah. violent animal crimes abuse. against animals. Yeah. So that's... Wow. Yeah, right? That's great. Um, that's super, Meg. Thanks. Yeah. That's super. We say sarcastically. Um, thanks, New Jersey. Thanks, New Jersey. Thanks, New Jersey. So I actually do have a photo, another photo for what? you. Um oh. Oh, not of not the KKK a, sacrificing no, not a, not a, no, 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 not of the K- Jesus Oh, God, Christ. okay. <laughs> Jesus, what kind of sick fuck would I be if I sent a photo like that? Um, so this is a photo from the inside of the castle. Um, I don't remember. I think it was in the 70s this was taken or something like something like that. It was on weirdnj.com, so if you look, you can see it. Um, but people have claimed All to right. see satanic symbols on the interior walls of the castle, particularly in areas that you would deem inaccessible if you're trying to get there to write on the wall. So the photo I just sent... Oh. Is of some of the. Did you try um, to translate symbols? it, Miss uh, Latin? No, I did. Rex, but Rex means king. Yeah, Rex is. Yes, king. that's all I know. Like... I was gonna say that's all I know is Rex means king. Okay. King, but I guess they the guy. Live the. Live. Yeah. <laughs> it's cut off. Who it knows? could be like um. I don't know. The the best I have is like, king of. Uh... Nazarenus sounds like Nazareth. From Nazareth which sounds like yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. This all could be true. I don't know. <laughs> but it sounds like guy- something Jesus-y, but doesn't look great. Yeah. yeah. But the guy the guy that took this photo, I guess, took it because he was like, oh, that's interesting. And then, like, years <laughs> later, like, found some sort of, like, book about, like, Satanism or something. And then realized mm-hmm. those symb- the symbols in the book looked familiar. And he realized he had seen them on the inside of um, ca- Cross Castle. So. Ick. Yeah. Cool. So that's fun. Um, and so then some other cool shit that happens at the castle. So if you get really close to the castle site, um, people tend to experience strange phenomenon such as going into a seizure, um, having bruises appear on your body, or having strange disturbing visions. So so demons. So yeah, isn't that just like a whole lot of fun? Doesn't that just sound like sounds a great bad. time? It sounds really bad. <laughs> yeah. And then also fun fun fact, I guess, or not a fact, but fun legend. Um, there's a legend that Castle Cross rebuilds itself every year on October 30th. So, Ghost Castle? Question mark. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Cute. Just like for for one day. Yeah, but like for what? Like what's going on in there? You know what I mean? Like is it all like the weird for, ghost like a party and spirits? Maybe? That what are, was like, that one place area? you covered? Was that the Tower of London with the party? Yeah, the it was the Tower of London. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe he's pulling a Tower of London moment. He's Probably. like, I gotta have my own little party. Yeah, but it was weird because, like, there was very little about Cross himself and, like, his family with his cat. And also, clearly, his family, like, did not really care about it that much because right after he died, they were like, we're selling it to Nork. Like, 
<laughs> Thanks. So I don't know Cute. what was going on there, but yeah. But I guess apparently that that is a thing that happens on every year on October 30th. Maybe it's like in preparation for this like paranormal Halloween party. Like <laughs> everyone's like jazzed to party it up for Halloween. So the castle has to get all fancy schmancy and then, you know. Who's the ghosts there? The ghosts, the weird the thing, yeah, the weird other things that I'll get to that are in this area. Yeah, there's awesome. a lot. Cool. There's a lot of things that could be mm-hmm. partying party. in there. Um, so now some other ghosts that are seen often on Clinton Road. So there's one person, or not one person, there's multiple people. But um, I, I wrote one because there was a story that I read from Weird NJ. Um, so multiple people have seen a ghost Camaro driven by a girl who supposedly died when she crashed it in 1988. And so oh. if you um, drive along Clinton Road um, and you're in your car and you mention um, this accident that happened, this apparently triggers a manifestation of the blue um, ghost. It's a, it's a blue ghost Camaro and it will drive by you on the road. Oh, if you mention I, it. I really want to buy a blue Camaro and just drive up and down that road. You would scare so many people. I know, I want to do it. Weird NJ would, would make so much money off of you because they would just be posting <laughs> articles like left and right about this blue <laughs> That's yeah. when you, you email them and, and get a cut of the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I will do this for money. This is brilliant. Yeah. So that's the thing that happens. Um, and then there's another story on Weird NJ that claims that there's a bunch of people... Or there's a group of campers that like experienced... Like, they were in the woods, and then they had this, like, encounter with two park rangers. Um, and then in the morning, they found out that these park rangers were just ghosts of two rangers who had died on the job in 1939. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, oh, I, don't, no I don't remember exactly how they came to find that out. Like, I think they talked to someone else. Or, like, so for some reason, like, the police, I think, showed up. And then the police were, like, and they were, like, why did you... I don't know. They were like, what's going on here? And they explained that they like talked to park rangers and it was like fine or whatever. And they were like, what do they look like? And then this is how they found out that they were Jeez. ghosts because they described their like uniforms and stuff. And they were that's like, insane. that's insane. <gasps> that's not a thing. Um, and then also just like in general, people have just seen like weirdly dressed people at odd hours who just simply like stare at you um, and do not speak. And sometimes they just like disappear or they're just not seen by other people that are present. So it's like if we were all on Clinton Road and I was like, oh, my gosh, do you see that, like, crazy clown over there? And y'all were like, what clown? <laughs> so that happens. I hate that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And also, if you Google Clinton Road pictures, there's a picture of this guy. It looks like a clown costume, kind of. But I mean, it looks like an actual person. Like, I'm sure it was some, like, weirdo that was just, like, walking up and down the road, like, wearing that costume, like, trying to get caught by, like, a camera or something. Mm. But it's still unsettling to see, you know, just, like, yeah, no some kidding. random crazy walking up and down the road. So, yeah. Clinton Road's really a joy. And also, it's funny that, like, because I think when you think road, you're like, how much can you actually see when you're just, like, driving along this road? It's, like, people, but because of all these stories, people literally get out of their cars and experience a lot of this, like, weird shit, too. So it's just, mm-hmm. just the time. Um, and then Anna, just for you, there have been multiple claims of UFO sightings at Clinton Road as well. So people usually see them at Dead Man's Curve, um, the saucer or the ship. It's been described also as like a triangular shape. They'll come like really close down to the ground and then just like suddenly disappear. Or there'll be like lights that like follow people as they walk. And then when they stop, the lights stop too, like all around them. And it's, it looks like some kind of weird ship from somewhere. Um, So that's all I really have on the aliens, but that's 
a thing that happens here also. And then um, Rose, I don't know if I can even call these cryptids. There's just some like weird fucking animals that like um, have been spotted along Clinton Road that I feel are necessary to mention because they contribute to the overall oddness of this location. <laughs> so um, just for your knowledge, some animals that are native to the West Milford and Jay area are black bears. And then there's a couple like poisonous snakes. Not I don't know what kind, but that's what the websites okay, I read sure. said. Um, so those are the normal animals. But there's also been a um, albino wolf dog thing. No, no thanks. That, like, actually, looks at people. Yeah, so that's fun. There's also <laughs> this one. I don't know why it made me re- laugh really hard when I like read it. Um, there's been a floating dog that chased down a car, and so like people <laughs> said that they were being chased like in their car by like some creature, and then they like managed to catch a glimpse of it, and it was like a dog, but it was it was like literally floating off the ground what? and like zooming. And I wrote so, next like, to this. Do you want to see some real Christmas? speed? Yeah, like what is it doing? It's like. <laughs> Zooming like, like, is it on like a hoverboard that we can't see? Just like <laughs> lean invisible hoverboard. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? Just like a floating dog. <laughs> like, what yeah. does that mean? That's so strange. Um, people have also just seen like a monkey. Yeah, a monkey. Oh, Monkeys aren't native. Meg. <laughs> Baby Meg, oh, just like gosh. hopping around. Yeah, but monkeys are not native to New Jersey, so oh, you, you don't think. Yeah, I mean, like, in case you were unaware, monkeys aren't native to New Jersey, so Maybe that's weird that it was from just... a zoo. We'll get there. Um, and then there's also been claims of people spotting what they believe to be a hellhound, but then there's also people that say that this isn't a hellhound, but it's actually the Jersey Devil. So, <laughs> who fucking Wait knows? <laughs> yeah, but I was like, hell... the Jersey Devil doesn't look like a hellhound, from what I remember. Like, it... It's like a goat. Right? Yeah, it looks more... Or, like, yeah. A... It looks like, like multiple animals like crushed together goat. or something. Yeah. So I'm confused. But the Jersey Devil could be lingering around Clinton Road. So maybe that's where it's been hanging out. Um, and then this is weird. So there's also a lot of, quote, unidentifiable hybrid animals. Um, oh, fun. That Any jackalopes? I don't think so. Bound. I don't. Bound. Oh, my God. Bound and rebound. <laughs> When oh you God. thought you could escape the horror of that episode. Why would you oh ever mention God. Jackalope again? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I regret podcast? bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, like, we can't. I still can't handle the fact that a Jackalope isn't actually real. Or, like, yeah, it's not, not like a, a real thing. I, I'm pretty sure they are, Rose, but, like, okay. Um, I'm not letting it go. But anyway, um, so these back to these unidentifiable hybrids. So there's a chance, and this is kind of fucked up, that these aren't actually, like, weird cryptid, like, supernatural animals. But instead, the result of crossbreeding from these oh, no. surviving animals of this um, thing that was called the Jungle Habitat, which was run by Warner Brothers. It was like an attraction that was in the area. Bro. And yeah, it was like this like jungle attraction that you can go. It was like a family like it was like an amusement park, I guess. But it was just like a jungle attraction where you can go see like animals and stuff. Um, it like its last running weekend was some like halloween weekend in like the 70s and then they shut down because everyone in town like voted to like close it or something it was really weird to read about um but people say that when this attraction was like shut down a lot of animals escaped and then these like weird hybrid animals or some of the like surviving crossbred species of like the weird jungle animals so like i guess a monkey would make sense if this is where that's come from um i'm pretty sure warner brothers or at least the people that were in charge of that jungle habitat. I don't want Mortar Brothers to come after us for talking about them. But, like, they all say that, like, there was no animals that escaped. And 
that could be true, but then there's also these weird, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say this is true either way, but this is just something that people talk about when they talk about the weird animals that linger around Cl- Clinton Road. So either they are real crossbred, strange beings, or they're like these like weird supernatural animals. So that's fun. Um, and then we have, there's this like conical, cone, conical, conical. It's like shaped conical? like a cone. Is it conical? Yeah. Thanks, Anna. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Did you like study like geometry or something? I. Oh my god. Um, I was a science major for a year. Oh my god, I forgot. Oh <laughs> I literally, yeah, Anna studied pre med. I don't know if we've mentioned that here before for a year. <laughs> Who was she? Who was she? Yeah, we yeah like crying because Anna. of labs and shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My god, it was yeah. awful. Never yeah. do it. I mean, those of you that do science, like more power to you. But I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good for you. Yeah, I don't understand. How? Um. Okay, but thank you. Conical. So there's a conical stone structure that's at the east um, of the road that's like south of east of the road, south of the reservoirs, which what I wrote. But that's kind of confusing because we don't know where any of that is. So anyway, Uh, that means nothing. But anyway, so that's if you know Clinton Road, then you know that. Um, But I guess that like a lot of people that have like written to Weird NJ about um, Clinton Road claim that this was like a site that was used by local druids <laughs> to practice rituals. Oh, okay. And horrible things. So like things. where can I get an invite? Yeah, well I don't yeah, so and, and I guess but here's the thing Rose, horrible things come to people that like intrude or look too closely at the area. <laughs> so even so if you where like can look I get at an it, invite. Why you want horrible things to happen to you? No, I wanna be invited. So she I'm wants not to do horrible things to intruders. Oh, I'm a little disturbed. Oh. I'm just just a smidge disturbed by that okay, move on. statement. <laughs> anyway, um, I guess the building is actually, or the stone structure is actually um, an iron smelter, which I didn't bother to look up, but that's what it actually is. But people are very convinced that this is like a druid temple thing, so that could also contribute to the weird shit that happens on Clinton Road. Um, and then finally, the last thing I wanted to mention was there was an actual... Um, murder scene on Clinton Road. Oh, no. So, on May 14th in 1983, there um, was a guy just, like, riding his bicycle down Clinton Road in, um, like, like near, like, the wooded area. Obviously, because there's lots of woods, but he was near there, like, not on, like, the main part of the road. Um, and he spotted all these, like, turkey vultures. And he's like, why the fuck are these turkey vultures just, like, out and about? Like, I guess there was, like, a oh, lot no. of them and they were, like, really close to the ground, so... He goes to investigate, and he finds a corpse being eaten by turkey vultures. No. Um, and the body had been wrapped inside of a green garbage bag before it was dumped in by Clinton Road. Um, and then this man named Richard Kuklinski. <laughs> Kuklinski? <laughs> yeah, him. Um, he was charged and convicted of this man's murder um i guess okay. there was also something about like he could have been involved with the mob which like not surprised because that's jersey for you but um <laughs> yeah bodies have been found along Clinton Road. so as you can see lots of weird shit has happened on clinton road from ghosts to weird animals to ufo sightings to actual murder um i still don't really entirely ever want to go to clinton road because even people that like written it have written into like weird NJ are like when you read stories like this, especially when there's tons of them, you might think like, oh, this is due to um 
people like feeding into these like legends and like local folklore or like being paranoid and like thinking that they saw stuff but like for the most part these stories are like true because you can have you have multiple people backing them up and like lots of like very detailed accounts of like what happened and things so clinton road is just not for the faint of heart um yeah it's a it's a weird weird place and of course it's in new jersey so Mm -hmm. again thank you for letting me um breach into your topics a little bit (laughs) because clinton road just had to have it all you know so yeah i don't know how, how would you feel about going to clinton road at some point i would go i'm down Okay, well, that's interesting. <laughs> interesting. Just, like, drug me first. And then we can okay, go. but, like, but, I mean, I respect that you don't want to go, but I would need to see for myself. Well, I think I'm also, yeah. like, I think I'm less scared about the actual, like, weird paranormal shit and more so about, like, all the frequent car accidents and stupid stuff like that that happens on this road because mm. the pictures were pretty yeah, brutal, fair. but I saw these, like, car crashes, so... Oof. I don't know, but um, maybe, like, Clinton Road is, like, a daylight activity, because <laughs> most of this stuff seems to happen in the evening. Let's go at sundown, so, like, we still get a little bit of light, but, yeah. like... I'd be fine... on at 3 a.m. No, Anna. Ooh, yes. No. Okay. Well, okay, apparently midnight's the time to go to, like, throw a coin. That's, like, the most... Oh, that's the okay. time that it happens the most. I'd be, I'd be fine to throw a coin and, like... <laughs> Or You'll maybe torment can... the little boy. No, actually, let's give him, else. like, Monopoly money. We can be like, let's play a game. Oh. <laughs> See, he's like, worse. He's like, yeah, I'm like, here's a property. <laughs> you can have, um, <laughs> I don't remember the names of any of the properties in Monopoly, but here you go. Oh, you can, you can be the thumbtack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Or thimble. That's what I meant, not thumbtack. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Like Monopoly. Oh, Monopoly. It's fine. Um, yeah. That's cute. Room. It's cute. <laughs> That's your takeaway from everything I just said. Such a cute road. Oh yeah. Yeah, what a cute road. <laughs> Not like other roads. So cranky. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so are you guys ready for a cryptid? Dumb. Are we ever? I don't know what to expect from you anymore because at first okay. you really like got me going with like the cryptid will be the one that keeps me up the least. Like it will still keep me up a little, but like the least. And then last week happened and I'm... I know. Scarred, so so yeah. I feel really bad. I've I've gone off. I've definitely gone off the deep end a little bit. With Rose is in her reputation era for anyone that's a Taylor Swift. Fan. Oh my god. That means it's that like, Rose Rose took Rose is a baddie now. Rose is only talking about scary, oh scary, fucked up cryptids. Is that yeah, what Taylor so like Swift these weird did? urban legends. I definitely I. Can I help you? <laughs> I'm having a conversation with Anna through webcam. Excuse me. Yeah. With just I can see. <laughs> <laughs> so so i thought i thought it was time for me to like circle back around come back to my roots you know give you guys an actual cryptid something that hopefully won't keep you up at night i don't trust you <laughs> what is oh it oh my god okay well <laughs> so <clears throat> uh i have mentioned this to you guys before um i don't remember if i've mentioned it on the podcast but today I am recovering the Loch Ness monster because Nessie yeah. deserves better. Yes, <laughs> love it. Love to justice see it. for Nessie. Um, Hashtag so we can all just like go Nessie, ahead and forget yeah. that first episode exists because you well, know. shit. Now I have to recover fucking what did I even do? House of the Seven House Gables. House of the Seven Gables. You don't have to, but 
I am not recovering whatever I did. You did Randonautica. I'm not recovering that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not recovering okay. mine either. So if you actually want to hear those stories, <laughs> we have to go back to episode one. And um, suffer And suffer. Our, <laughs> absolutely so fucking boring. Yeah, actually, if you want to hear, I hope, Rose, are you planning on making the same joke you made in the first one? Uh, I didn't, like, write it in or anything, but if it came up naturally. Okay, I think you should, I think at some point, just, like, drop it in because we bleeped it in the first episode but now i feel like yeah. we're at a point where we wouldn't have bleeped it so like say whatever the fuck you want okay um so um for nessie i just it was time i did her justice you know so i'm gonna kick us off with a quote from my favorite source the cryptid wiki which for some reason for some reason i did not like use the cryptid wiki at all the first time i did this oh you there didn't? wasn't like a whole lot of information on it but i don't i don't remember using it at all and i didn't like cite it at the end but so here we have their like very first sentence just made me laugh so the loch ness monster also known by the nickname nessie is probably the creature that often leaps to mind when ordinary people think about cryptozoology oh. a study of animals that may or may not exist <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my. Just the way that ordinary That's people. so condescending. Like, what the fuck? Think of old Nessie. I know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all for, right. those, the, for the locals that don't know what a cryptid is, and they just right. think the Holacus <laughs> monster is a monster. Like, <laughs> yeah, relax. well, none of our listeners are in that category anymore, because if you listen to any of my stories, it's not... Yeah, you I've know learned what so much about cryptids <laughs> in the past fucking year. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I'll start with our basic background, what we're dealing with here. We've got, you know, hopefully you're somewhat familiar <laughs> with Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. No, um, I know nothing. Mike, what is on. a Nessie? She, wow, thanks for asking, Anna. She's the legendary creature, sea creature, specifically that's in Loch Ness in Scotland. She's scribbling <laughs> oh, her, shit, in her shit, notes shit. where she asks us. Yeah, you're probably wondering. <laughs> Redacted. Um, so, can I Sorry, I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> just, like, just like a whole part of Rose's thing is redacted and then it like moves up. <laughs> So, um, there are a lot of things living in Loch Ness. It's a pretty rich environment, but Nessie stands out as something that is much bigger and much faster than anything that should be living in basically a lake in Scotland. <laughs> um, probably the image that first comes to mind is the surgeon's photo, which is the most famous photo of Nessie, as you may remember. Um, it's the one that has like, yeah, the black shape in the water and you can see a long neck with a small head and a bit of the body sticking up out of the water. Um, exactly. <laughs> Megan and I are both miming a little, like, wormy head. Um, so thank you. You may also know, if you are at all familiar, that this photo was fake. Um, but for, like, 60 years, people thought it was legit. So it's still, like, the best-known image so of Nessie. For 60 years, it's... people were fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, losers. <laughs> oh, you it thought was there was... Convincing. No, I know. I know. <laughs> well, I Part of the Sorry. thing is that it's purposely cropped so that you can't actually tell. Like, there's no nothing else in the photo for scale. Like, you know, there's not a lot of details. Like, it's pretty convincing. Um, most sightings of Nessie usually say that she either looks like a plesiosaur or some sort of sea serpent with a long snake-like body. 
Um, sometimes she has like the flipper like feet like a like a plesiosaur would. Um, other times it's just straight up like snake. Um, usually people say she is very sleek, has grayish or black rubbery skin, Ooh. and is about twenty feet long. So she's take. a dolphin. <laughs> Well, gonna... well, that would be weird too, wouldn't it? Yeah, she's just like this long, massive dolphin this whole time. Just oh like this God. giant dolphin. Guys, I'm a little insecure about my size. Please stop <laughs> calling me a monster. A well, I'll get into it, but they have done like DNA research into like what exactly is living in Loch Ness, and they wouldn't, they would have found if it was like an actual like dolphin, and they, they didn't. So that's too um, bad. I'll get into it. Um, Nessie's head is often described as, like that, like the surgeon's photo, as horse-like, and she might have a straggly mane, which is fun. Not a detail I saw many places, but you know, people who get close up, like who who get really close up, um, often say that Nessie has small horns or a crest on the head. Mm-hmm. Why is um, a little Nessie. <laughs> Yep, there it is. (laughs) Carry on. So, Nessie has also been compared to a uh, Basilosaurus, which is an extinct species of carnivorous whale, thought to be the ancestor of today's killer whales, Uh, but the name means king lizard, and they might be my new favorite dinosaur. I actually have a a picture for you guys, because this was new to me, Um, and very interesting. So... um, there you go. Very long. Basically, it looks like uh, a whale, but much bigger and much less friendly. <laughs> Very long. It's got a stupid little head, though. Oh, my yeah, God. It's got like, a little teeny head. It's got like four flippers and like a really, really long like tail and everything. I like Loki. You want a body pillow that looks like that, like a Loch Ness Monster body See? pillow. See? Wouldn't that be oh sick? God. They're very cool to me. Okay, so this is what we got to do. We got to get Rose a um, Fresno Nightcrawler plushie, a Mothman plushie, and a Loch Ness mm-hmm. Monster body pillow. Go, go, yeah. go. Please. <laughs> <laughs> me setting up a P.O. box so that our non-existent fans can send us stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so now to get into a little bit of history. Um, there are like a lot of sightings. I just kind of picked the most interesting ones. But if you are interested, uh, literally just go search in Google because they're everywhere. Um, so first off, there are these carvings from like 1500 years ago that were made by ancient inhabitants of the Scottish Highlands of some unidentified animal that could be Nessie. Uh, basically, as experts haven't been able to figure out what it was that they were trying to draw or like not even just draw, but like carve in stone. Um, and due to like the proximity, they kind of figured it could be the, lo- the Loch Ness Monster. Um, mm-hmm. I brought this up. You may recall. Um, I'll send you the picture that I sent. I was going to say, did you send us a picture? Because it was, like, coming back to me. Yeah, because it's super weird. Um, It, like, kind of looks like maybe the body of, like, a horse or, like, a lion, but the head of, like, an alligator. It's super weird. You just said two very different. It might be a horse or a lion. Oh, I (laughs) remember. Or an alligator. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it looks like a couple weird animals, like a couple different animals stitched together and doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm pretty so, sure for um, those of you listening, this photo's already up on our Instagram. Um, I yeah. can go 
all the way back down to like one of our first posts where we posted <laughs> pictures from our first episode you can see this photo yeah um and i do have a couple new photos so we might repost them but we'll get there um yeah so it's i don't know super like weird it doesn't look like you know it's not even like stylized like if they were trying to draw a horse or something and just kind of made it funky it's because like other things that they've drawn are very clearly identifiable and this is just like we have no idea what what it is so kind of (laughs) weird um other like explanations cite scottish legends like kelpies which i covered back in episode eight um kelpies and other like different kinds of water dragons that might live in Loch Ness um because there's a lot of like Scottish legends that revolve around um weird creatures living in water (laughs) um so just for a quick a quick recap um I did cover Kelpies back in episode eight um but they're basically a legendary Scottish creature that are like big water horses they are said to appear near bodies of water lure in children and drown them (laughs) sometimes they're portrayed as like protection figures but mostly they're just like a cautionary tale that like don't go fucking near the water late at night because you'll drown um go listen to the episode if you want more info but they're um kind of play into the like water legend and all of that kind of adjacent stuff so even if you know nessie isn't a kelpie there's like a lot of scottish lores in particular around sea monsters and uh you know believers argue basically that the legends didn't come from nowhere like maybe it was just an urban legend uh but like maybe it was Nessie we don't know (laughs) so the first written reference to a creature in Loch Ness like the actual written like something is living in this lake um is from 565 AD uh, the story goes that St. Columba, who is the man who introduced Christianity to Scotland, uh, was on his way to visit the king of the Northern Picts when he stopped at Loch Ness to see about the beast that had been rumored to be killing people in the lake. Uh. He was like, yeah, apparently there's something in this lake. I gotta go. I gotta go take a look. Um, so as he approached, he saw a large beast about to attack a swimmer. He lifted his hand towards the creature and invoked the name of God, telling it to go back with all speed. And it did. So the monster retreated and apparently never harmed another man. Then we jump forward just a little bit. Um, in October 1871, uh, a man named D. Mackenzie saw an object, quote, wriggling and churning up the water. It moved slowly at first, but then disappeared very quickly. Um, I don't know. No, no, no more explanation on that. Just one of the weird sightings. There were like a lot in between, but I kind of picked some fun ones. I feel like um, I remember comparing that to Meg last time. I was just, I just said that that was just Meg doing her morning laps or something. Cute. And I hold probably. to that. That's great, Anna. I didn't You're remember welcome. any of you bullying me. I remembered Rose talking about it though. So, um, what a time. we're gonna jump forward to, uh, the 1930s now. The Great um, Depression. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we were in Scotland. I don't know what Scotland yeah. was doing. Maybe they were thriving, to be honest with you. Yeah, we were in Scotland. Well, apparently they were doing well enough because there's a road that kind of ran along the lock, um, and either it was just newly built or it was given some kind of upgrade, but either way, it, um, there was a lot more traffic being brought through the area, so a lot more traffic, a lot more eyes, um... 
1933 was when it really kicked off. There was a couple driving home along the road when they reported seeing, quote, an enormous animal rolling and plunging on the surface, end quote. That's it. No, that was the one that I compared Meg to. (laughs) No, they compared it to... I was wriggling and churning up the thingy. Whatever. Fine. (laughs) And they compared it to uh, a dragon or prehistoric monster. Never mind. I'm in. I want to be a dragon. Yeah. So... (laughs) Um, then a few months later, uh, George Spicer and his wife saw a huge creature cross the road in front of their car, leaving a trail of broken undergrowth in its wake. They described the creature as having a large body and a long, narrow neck, a little bit thicker than an elephant's trunk. Didn't... I was gonna say, we talked about something that was like a rhino and or a hippo and or a rhino or something. Oh, we're getting there. Actually, we're we're there. So, December that same year, the London Daily Mail hired actor-slash-director-slash-big-game-hunter Marmaduke Weatherall to track down Nessie. Marmaduke. Do you remember this man? Marmaduke. Yeah. I remember Marmaduke. So, after a few days, he reported finding fresh footprints of a large, four-toed animal and estimated the creature to be about 20 feet long. Upon further inspection, zoologists at the Natural History Museum determined that the footprints were of a hippopotamus and were likely made with a stuffed hippo foot or an umbrella stand or an ashtray or something of the like. Mm. Like, basically, you can tell based on how the weight lands if they're real footprints or not, and apparently he did a really bad job faking it. Um, So basically, they were like, "Uh, hey, those are actually hippo footprints, and as wild as it would be if you did find a live hippo in the area, I'm pretty sure these were man-made. And basically, he got a lot of shit for it. Good. Um, Then in 1934, a man named Arthur Grant uh, claimed he had almost hit the creature while driving his motorcycle near the lock at 1 a.m., uh, he was a veterinary student and described it as a cross between a seal and a plesiosaur, which is a wide range. Wow. Yeah. I love this. The seal emoji is in my top five used emojis. It's a good emoji. I love that emoji. It looks kind of like my dog, like its face. Uh, it does. But oh it's just God. the way it like lounges on its side gives mm-hmm. me joy. So if this thing looks like a seal, I'm all in for you, Nessie. Yeah. So according to Arthur, it looked like a cross between a seal and a plesiosaur. He said that it had a small head and a long neck, uh, and that when it saw him, it crossed the road back to the lock and just disappeared into the water faster than he could catch another glimpse. It said, do not perceive me, and then <laughs> decided to go back like, into oh, its bath. It was like, oh, no, you caught me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then, that, that same year, 1934, the surgeon's photo was published in the Daily Mail. I actually, I have that one for you also. Um, just, I, I'm sure you know what it is, but I just, in case you want a little reminder, a little refresher. Hello. Hello. There you go. Yeah. So the surgeon's photo was published, um, in the Daily Mail in 1934. It was called the surgeon's photo because it was taken by Robert Kenneth Wilson, who is a gynecologist from London. Uh, and because he was a doctor, he was seen as a credible source. <laughs> Did you get the Vagina man made cryptid story. Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> man was, he had two interests, and they were monsters and pussy. So Yay! There's the joke. Yeah, guys, <laughs> for all of you listening, 
when Rose said that when we first recorded the episode, like, you'll hear it if you listen to that part, we were shell-shocked. And, like, Rose just kind of <laughs> said it. Like, I don't think there was much thought behind, like, the words that were no, just, it like, just, it just happened. She, yeah. she also didn't say pussy. I did. No, didn't you say coochie? No, I'm pretty sure she no, said I'm pussy sure. and then... Oh, what the fuck? We, we, be- we believe... I, th- I feel like okay. later in the episode we said monsters and coochie or something. Okay. I think we did say coochie yeah. too, but this was specifically pussy because we were like, oh, okay. oh my yeah. god. Like, Rose just said that. <laughs> and she didn't say it in, like, you're a pussy. She said it as, like, literal pussy. <laughs> like, literally, he was a gynecologist and his two interests <laughs> were gynecology we and monster hunting. Anna, I think, did you edit the first episode? Yeah. Yeah, and we made Anna find a bleep sound to place <laughs> over it because it was, like, we could not handle it. <laughs> yeah, so, so then... I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, in 1994, it was revealed that the photo was a fake. Um, what happened, I guess, was a man named Christian Sperling, who was the son-in-law of Marmaduke Wetherill, uh, had crafted a model of the creature using a toy submarine and, like, wood and, uh, you know, some craft craft supplies. He took a trip to Joanne's. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Hobby Lobby. So he, so, like, basically Marmaduke uh, orchestrated this whole hoax at, because the Daily Mail mocked him for his hippo foot hoax, so they... He got. He, he went and got his revenge and was like, "Actually, fuck you." <laughs> sure. Um, but it's still like really well known as like the, you know, kind of the iconic photo of what Nessie is supposed to look like. So like, had a lasting impact either way. It was a cultural um, reset that photo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then, um. I'm going to jump forward a little bit to 1954. Some, there was a fishing boat um, they were using sonar readings. I don't know what for. I don't know anything about fishing. But these sonar readings were taken by a fishing boat, and they found a large object that was keeping pace with their vessel, like bigger than anything that they would normally see on their radar. Uh, It was swimming at a depth of 146 meters and kept up with them for about 800 meters before they lost contact with it. Um, Then in 1960, uh, aeronautical engineer Tim Dinsdale filmed a hump that left a wake crossing Loch Ness. Um, This became known as the Dinsdale film. It's pretty well known. So when they... (laughs) This was funny to me because... so. Initially, they increased the contrast on, like, the, the photo and the image. Um, and they were pretty sure they're like, oh, that's probably just a dude in a boat. Right? It just looks like a guy. But then in 1993, uh, they digitally enhanced the photo and found, like, a shadow in the water that, like, looked like it could be the rear body of a creature underwater. Mm. So it kind of went back and forth on whether or not this is legit. I, I tried to find the photo. I could not. Because they removed it because they don't want us to see. Because now with our cool, fancy-schmancy computers and shit, we'll be able (laughs) to tell the truth. Exactly. Um, Then another fun one. In uh, 1975, a lawyer named Robert Rines used sonar and underwater photography to capture an image of a large aquatic creature with flippers. Like, it clearly had four flippers. Uh, scientist Sir Peter Scott took a look at these photos and decided that the creature was a plesiosaur. He's like, oh yeah, that thing, dinosaur. Yeah, 
1977, this is my favorite one, uh, a man named Anthony Doc Shields was camping near the lock when he caught some photos of the creature. Uh, Doc was a magician and a psychic, and he claimed to have summoned the animal out of the water. He described it as an elephant squid, and that the head we usually see is actually the squid's trunk. He did a really bad job faking it, though, and this footage is now known as the Loch Ness Muppet. Oh my god. First of all, this this is... No, keep going. Actually, keep going. I'll say it after you're done. No, I just... For the life of me, I could not find this photo. I tried so hard to find him, but I couldn't. This sounds like the kind of man that, like, you go to a bar, and he lingers at the bar all night, and he's wearing his, like, khaki pants, like, up to his boobs, and he's just, like, (laughs) waiting for anyone to come by to tell you the cool shit that he does all the time, and he's like, I'm really cool because I saw this, and I can also do magic, and I'm also... You said he's a psychic? He's a magician and a psychic. Yeah, like, and he's gonna be like, I can do tarot cards. My tarot cards say you should come home with me. <laughs> you wanna see my Muppet? <laughs> like, he says some, like, weird shit like that. That's what this sounds he's like. like. Like, trying way too hard yeah. to be, like, relevant He was like, I pop summoned culture. it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he has, like, okay, a watered-down vodka cran. And he's like, I <laughs> saw <laughs> the Lackness monster. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, thanks, uh, Doc Shields for the Loch Ness Muppet. Um, that's so funny. It's beautiful to me. Or am I a Muppet? So then, um, in the early 1990s, a group of scientists set out to study the Loch's biology and geology, not necessarily looking for Nessie. Um, <laughs> necessarily. But they were just trying to check out what the heck was, you know, going on in the in Loch Ness. Um, by accident, they found a large underwater target, like, larger than most of the creatures known to live in the Loch, and they followed it for several minutes before they lost track of it. Oh. Mm-hmm. What? Um, in a 1997 expedition, scientists found a strange moving target about 15 feet long, which would have been the size of a small whale. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and in two, 2018, sorry. 2018. Okay, Rose. Um, my brain just broke. In 2018, <laughs> scientists did- a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, so in 2018, scientists did a DNA research, uh, search? A DNA search of the lake to see if they could locate any signs of unusual organisms living in the lock. Like, they were like, we're got, we gotta see, like, what's in there, if there's anything weird. They did not find any di- signs of dinosaurs, but they did find a lot of eel DNA, which could have either been big eels or a lot of eels. Ooh. So... Maybe Nessie is eels, is what they're trying to convince me. Maybe Nessie is eels, Rose Morel, <laughs> 2021. I don't understand you. I feel like someone that's good with, like, graphic design, or not good at graphic design, actually, that's probably better. Just write, Nessie is eels, Rose Morel. <laughs> Just, like, like one of those, like, motivational photos that you see on your Instagram. Yeah, I'm gonna put it age. in Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah, as it should be. Yeah. Um... So, all that being said, there are still, like, a lot of people living, like, near or around Loch Ness that swear Nessie is real. Um, I have, really quick, uh, some eyewitness quotes, uh, which I, which I failed to include last time, and they're just excellent. So, um, these are all from, like, a PBS page about, 
uh, Nessie, and these are all uh, people who like live around the area. And uh, if you want to go find the page, the the stories are like actually a lot longer. I just pulled some of the some of my favorite tidbits. So um, Ian Cameron says he was fishing along the south shore of Loch Ness when he saw something break the surface of the water and then it disappeared. And he says, quote. Uh, but while I was watching, keeping an eye and fishing gently, I saw an object surface. It was a large, black object, a whale-like object, going from infinity up and came round onto a block end. And it submerged to reappear a matter of seconds later. End quote. And he said, as he watched, it came within about 250 yards of where he was fishing. Yeah, Anna? I'm just wondering how one could fish violently. <laughs> he was fishing clearly gently. you've never played animal crossing because when you get a big one they like oh, yank yeah. on it yeah it's a whole thing oh also rose i know you've played this stardew valley fishing is fucking oh, violent yeah. they chose violence yeah. when they designed fishing in that game it it, it took I like me fishing in that game it took me forever to figure out because they don't explain it to you you just kind of have yeah. to like do it and the, it's fucked up there's like a That's, tutorial but it's not great it's violent um anna you fish violently with a harpoon Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Oh. Thank you for answering my question. Okay. Um, so then we have a man named Richard White who was driving by the lock when he saw something in the water. He said, quote, I saw this boiling in the water. I thought, no, it can't be anything. And I carried on a wee bit. Then I looked again and I saw three black humps. I mean, you know, there's the chance. I've seen something in the water. But what is it? He pulled over and there were two other people watching. Uh, they were standing there, sorry, there were two other people watching there who saw the same thing. Uh, one man tried to say it was just an eel, but it was much bigger than an eel. And then they tried to say it was otters, but it also seemed to be behaving oddly for an otter. Like, it was not, not an otter. Not an otter. Not an otter. Did you see Meg and I unable to contain singing my humps when you said humps? I did. I ignored it. (laughs) What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk okay. <laughs> so, um, then we have Val Moffat, who saw a large creature about 30 feet long and 10 feet tall. It was a bright sunny day, so, like, there was no mistaking it. She said, quote, when I got home, this is my favorite one, actually, quote, when I got home, I thought, I need a strong drink, but there was none in the house, so I thought, right, strong coffee will do. I, I want, you know, retweet Moffat. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's us. That's us. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Gary Campbell, he was doing some work in the area, you know, some paperwork. He, when he caught a glimpse of something surfacing in the water nearby, he said, quote, I would, I would say it was black, sort of a dark black color. It had the water coursing off it and it was just big, I think is the best way to put it. It certainly wasn't a seal. It certainly wasn't a fish. <laughs> End quote. Um, and last but not least, uh, we have the eyewitness testimony of Ronald McIntosh, who he said he's lived by the lake his whole whole life. Um, and he tells the story of one time when he saw Nessie when he was 14. Uh, at the time, he was with his brother and his mother, and they all saw the same thing. So he says, quote, it was gray-brown, massive. Now, I always try to relate it to the size of a bus. A big bus. It flipped over, just flipped right over like that, and crashed down. You could see it, and the waves from that point were about three feet high and ebbed to each side of the lock. End quote. And Nessie wow. just wants people to go surfing. Nessie's like, I'm making these <laughs> sick waves big, for big y'all. Waves. Yeah. 
catch some waves. I think you need bigger waves than three feet. You can surf on baby waves. Surfing. I've seen I've seen people. Okay. I've seen videos of people do the surf yeah, okay. thing. Probably babies. don't want to surf in a lock with a monster in it though. Nessie might be friendly. Maybe Nessie wants to go surfing too. Well, here's the thing. I, that's what I was gonna say. You've talked so much about cryptids that like do like horrible things to people. Nessie's just vibing. Like she Nessie's just, just chilling. Yeah. 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 Nessie's so not trying to attack I, people. Nessie just said, don't perceive me, and then went on her way. <laughs> Nessie so, was like, I simply do not wish mm-hmm. to be perceived. Yeah. Um, so to wrap us up, I do have some theories. Um, there, oh. like, clearly aren't any easy explanations for the things people have seen. Like, most people are likely to say, like, oh, you just saw an otter or a seal, or you're exaggerating, or you're extremely gullible. Um if they do concede the size of it being that big, scientists have suggested that it could just be, like, normal animals that are much, much bigger than they should be, like the eels. That doesn't really explain how people saw it out of the water way back when, um, but the popular, the, like, the most popular one is that it's just some really, really big eels. Hmm. Um, but, like, then a group of eels? Not, like, one eel? It's like a Like, either a big eels. eel or many big eels? I don't know. Many big eels that, well, like, so just, like, stick together because they're buddies. And they're like, <laughs> we swim they, like, as one. We swim as one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Synchronized like diver eels. Yeah. Oh, my God. They do great in the Olympics. They can represent Scotland. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Daly is shaking. Oh, Tom Daly. <laughs> Tom Daly is he, shaking. He's, he's not... He doesn't swim. He dives. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, so um, we have wait, the Rose, dinosaur. Wait, Rose, why don't you... Sorry, sorry. I just want you to assign cryptids to different Olympic sports now. That'd be <laughs> amazing. The Fresno Nightcrawlers do, like, okay. track and field. Pole vaulting. Yeah, no, Fresno uh, Nightcrawlers. Uh, hurdles. 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 They're like... Yeah. Hurdles. Fresno Nightcrawlers are hurdles. Nessie is obviously swimming. Um, I'll start assigning them as we as we go through. Okay. Yeah, okay. good. Because I want, I want Mothman, Mothman. What yeah. will Mothman be? Beach volleyball. <laughs> I don't know. That ass is made that. for volleyball. Oh yeah, he mm-hmm. would look so good on the beach. <laughs> I'm thinking in That's a bikini, obviously. Yeah. Oh, so of apparently that needs to be the uniform. Oh right. Sorry. Yeah. He Mothman cannot wear pants. He has to wear. He a can't bikini play bottom. in pants. He has to wear a bikini. Yeah. They're too restrictive. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So anyway. then we have the the dinosaur theory, and this is kind of a common like problem with the people skeptics who are like Nessie couldn't exist. Their main problem is like how could a dinosaur, let alone any living creature, be living in the lock, uh, let alone like survive that long? But how could there be like if it if it isn't like just living this long how could it how could there be like a viable breeding population without us knowing more about it like it would if there were multiple it would be a little more obvious and if there aren't multiple it has to be eternal and there's kind of a like it doesn't work but it could be dinosaurs because some theories suggest that Nessie comes from a type of uh space-time anomaly in which a a actual dinosaur was transported to the modern day that doesn't really account for all of the like Uh, you know the fact that nessie has been spotted consistently for like a thousand years but whatever other theories are uh genetic experiments or mutations and the last theory i have for you guys is just aliens sick it's it it could be aliens. hell yeah i love how we're all oh wait i'm not giving anything away 
Oh. I like how you both oh. talked about aliens. <laughs> the alien, sorry, the aliens float, um, they fly over Loch Ness, and then they just drop, the, drop their big wormy baby into the water, and they're like, have fun. Big and then, like, wormy baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, my son. Exactly how it works. <laughs> oh, my. B1 with the lake. It just, like, plops, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> They forgot, the they forgot they which they saw. forgot which um lake that they dropped Nessie off at, so they've been checking everyone for like <laughs> <laughs> That's why aliens are going around. They lost yeah. Nessie they lost- a thousand years ago and they're like coming around like trying to find it. Like, where is our pet worm? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's why Nessie doesn't want to be perceived because Nessie doesn't want people to know that like aliens are like really Oh my god, like- Nessie is doing oh my god, Nessie is trying her hardest to keep this. This secret. is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Yeah, so that is uh, the version two of the Loch Ness Monster, the justice that Nessie deserved. Anna, do you have aliens for us? No. Don't lie to us, Anna. <laughs> okay, Anna, like, rolled up to this recording with, like, paper notes yeah, and a pen looked... and was, like, taking notes and, like, very serious and of a little afraid. I was kind of waiting for you to pull out one of those, like, conspiracy boards with, like, the, the like, string and, like, the pushpins <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Tempting. So, What's no, happening? I do have a big packet of, of paper here, but we'll get to that. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so let me tell you my sources before we get into this. Oh, okay. My sources were Slate.com, Wikipedia, and the CIA official website, CIA.com. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Those, Excuse that's you? That's all my sources. <laughs> okay, so what do you oh, what does the CIA have to say? TikTok? Yeah, well, TikTok sort of. This is where I got the inspiration. Mm. Um, so shout out to user, I don't know how to say the name, Belial Praise, Belial Praise. You were really excited about this one, and I'm a little afraid. Are we talking like, we're like, I'm like, I'm like getting like Project Pegasus vibes. Dude. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna let you talk. Okay. So, user, TikTok user, this is where I found it, Belial Praise, Belial Praise, whatever. Sorry, no offense. Uh, so he... (laughs) found this document on the official CIA website from when they dumped, like, you remember when they dumped, like, a shit ton of documents after the Freedom of Information Act? Yeah. Yeah, so this document is simply titled Mars Exploration, May 22nd, 1984. Oh. Mars? Mars Exploration. I don't know if I want to hear the rest. (laughs) I'm... I'm, Yep. I don't know. Say less. Keep going, keep going, though. Keep going. For the sake of the podcast, keep going. So, there's pretty much zero context in this document for what is happening. Um, it's basically just a transcript between two unnamed people. One is called Monitor, or Mon, M-O-N, and one is called Subject, or Sub, S-U-B. Okay. The only information we get before jumping into the transcript is this. Quote, Method of Site Acquisition. Sealed envelope coupled with geographic coordinates. The sealed envelope was given to the subject immediately prior to the interview. The envelope was not opened until after the interview. In the envelope was a 3x5 card with the following information. The planet Mars, time of interest approximately 1 million years BC. End quote. Okay. And I'm what sorry. follows? Yeah, I know. <laughs> What follows is one of the weirdest 
things I've ever read. Definitely, like, weirdest official government Was document. Was that the document that you were holding? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, before we get into it, I'm going to give you some background so you're not just like, what the fuck is happening? Because that's what I happened to me when I first read it. Um, have you ever heard of Stargate? No. Yes, but I don't yes. remember. So, this is like a whole, it's kind of like MK Ultra, where it's this <laughs> whole thing that the government did that was very hush-hush and then was unclassified, but, like, we don't talk about it. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, Stargate was a secret U.S. Army unit that was established in 1978 at Fort Meade, Maryland, by the DIA, or Defense Intelligence Agency. And this unit was created to test the possibility of using psychic people and their visions in military strategy. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's news to me that that was ever a, a thing that people were trying to do. Yep, military. Uh, For a long time. Fear. Yeah. Hides tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> Puts them away. <laughs> Move battleship to B3. <laughs> when you said Stargate, what made me laugh a little bit I, th- I was like isn't that the name of a little debbie snack and then i remembered that's star crunch i'm pretty sure oh had <laughs> why would it be stargate, stargate. i don't know no but i literally was like that sounds like a little debbie snack so you ain't shit stargate <laughs> you sound like a little oh debbie God. snack they're gonna come for me now holy shit wait a minute i take it back yeah meg's gonna get herself abducted yeah i won't be on the next episode and you'll know why <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they just replace you with like walmart brand meg yeah i'm like with let me e. talk about ghost wearing a ghost a person with sheet overhead that is ghost and you're all like what the fuck <laughs> ha, are you ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha. <laughs> so this unit and the psychics and psychics involved in this unit were focused on remote viewing quote-unquote which is the purported ability to see sites events people or whatever from any time or place um so basically they would be like, hey, Tommy, uh, you seen this bad guy around? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, he's in Georgia oh. selling peaches. Was the Long Island mm-hmm. medium in on this shit? She'd be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God, I just saw your great aunt Martha. You and she said you it. need to wash your hair. <laughs> There's and a battleship like, oh approaching from the east. <laughs> and you got to look your best if you're going to bed. <laughs> um and this is kind of like a side note but also i think it's weird is that when i googled stargate apparently there's a tv show called stargate that was released in the late 90s and i swear that this is another like disney's frozen head like remember they like daddy walt supposedly released frozen so that people it wouldn't be the first thing that came up when you search Disney's Frozen, oh. it would be like Disney's Frozen yes, yes, yes. head. Interesting. So like, yeah. That's exactly what that sounds like. As soon as you said that, I was like, conspiracy. Yeah, because I was like, I, I typed in Stargate and it was immediately like, cast and crew. And I'm like, what the fuck is this janky ass oh. TV show? Yeah, meanwhile, I'm like, it's a little Debbie snack. So priorities are clearly... <laughs> we got different priorities. <laughs> So, Stargate was disbanded and then declassified in 1995, 
Um, which can I just say it it was running for seventeen years, mm. which is like a long ass time. Um, yeah. But when it was declassified, the CIA put out a statement basically saying this was never useful. Like the psychics never really gave us enough concrete specific information to be helpful in military strategy and whatever and then they basically said whatever actual accurate or relevant reports were given the cia said we think that the managers of the stargate unit altered the details and reports to make them more relevant and accurate in order to keep the unit alive um which sounds like a lot of bullshit to me Mm -hmm. especially since it was running for 17 years yeah they can't um, have gotten nothing in 17 years. Yeah, and that's and, the thing, is like, they, they, like, they did get stuff. A lot of the times it wasn't specific enough for them to, like, take action against, because there's, like, you can't say for sure. Right. When a psychic is like, oh yeah, this is this way, <laughs> without any solid proof. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was also a time, like, one time was one of the most solid evidence that this was actually, like, a real psychic person predicting this is someone predicted the exact location of a soviet submarine in 1979 and it was confirmed by satellite exactly where they said it would be but anyway i'm not i don't want to get too sidetracked by stargate um i want to talk about this mars exploration document because this shit is crazy (laughs) so (laughs) Basically, we don't, the document doesn't give us anything, but we know through context clues that the subject in this document is one of these psychics involved in Stargate, and I'll give you more info on the specific person later. But now I just want to read you some of the official CIA transcript. Oh my god, now are you going to do like, my... is it, too bad it's a costume theater, like I know this is a podcast, we're not like filming it, but like you could be like <laughs> subject theater. and monitor. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bowler hat and a cigarette, like... <laughs> Now tell me. <laughs> <clears throat> so. So. Let's get into this. The only other thing it says before it gets into the transcript is selected geographic coordinates provided by the parties requesting the information were verbally given to the subject during the interview. I don't know. That might not make any sense, but it will in a second. So. Ready for story time? Yeah. Yeah. Grab your blankies. Mm. Monitor. Okay, by the way, this is, I'm, it's like a script. I'm going to read mm, all the words okay. that, gotcha. even if it's stumbling over words, which I do anyway. Welcome. Monitor. <laughs> all right, now, using the information in, in the envelope I've provided, exclusively focusing your attention now, using the information in the envelope, focus on 40.89 degrees north, 9.55 degrees west. Subject. I want to say it looks like a, I don't know, it sort of looks, I kind of got an oblique view of a pyramid or pyramid form. It's very high. It's kind of sitting in a large depressed area. Monitor, all right. Subject, it's yellowish, uh, okra colored. Who the fuck says okra? Who the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, who who would they describe a color picks okra as the... (laughs) I mean, what would you pick? Like, maybe mustard, I guess? Okay, Rose. <laughs> well, she said yellowish already, so, like, if you're trying to be more specific than yellowish. Okay. Okay, never mind. Monitor. Alright, move in time to the time indicated in the envelope I've provided you and describe what's happening. 
Subject. I'm tracking severe severe clouds, more like dust storm. Uh, it's geologic problem. Seems to be like, uh, just a minute, I've got to iron this out. It's really weird. Monitor. Go back to the time before the geological problem. Subject. Um, total difference. It's uh, before there's no, uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, hell. It's like mountains of dirt. Appear and then disappear when you go before... See, uh, large flat surfaces, very, uh, smooth angles, walls. They're really large, though. I mean, they're megalithic. Uh, why, is, why is this literally <laughs> me speaking on this podcast? <laughs> right? There's like, a, oh, um, the that, road dude. is, uh, is, it's, it's, uh, haunted, and, uh, there's a castle. Me, like, uh, literally <laughs> messing up my words. Like, making a tongue twister out of a cryptid. <laughs> so the monitor then gives some more specific instructions of where to look, and then the subject says this. I just keep seeing very large people. They appear thin and tall, but they're very large, uh, wearing some kind of strange clothes. No, thanks. No thanks. On Mars? On fucking Mars? Remember, the subject has not seen what's in the envelope. Yeah. Jesus. Cool. So then the monitor gives some new coordinates, and the subject says, uh, basically, oh, yeah, this is a cavern, like a cavern in the ground. Um... And then the monitor asks more specifics, and the subject gives it to them. And then this is interesting. I wanted to point this out. The monitor says, after he describes this cavern, yes, that would be correct. And then he moves on. Uh, I'm so wait. The monitor already is like aware. So this is a little unclear. It sounds to me like he gave him specific coordinates that he knew there would be a cavern on Mars. He knew there would be a cavern there. He gave the coordinates in order to prove that this subject was giving... So they were, like, testing their abilities? Yes. That's cool. So that is, like, it's crazy. (laughs) If that's what it is. It's it's hard to find proof on that, but, like, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to skip ahead, but the subject also describes, like, an obelisk... That he says oh. looks kind of like the Washington Monument. He describes a basin. He describes different mountains. And then he describes these weird, what he says, a cluster of squares up and down. It's like you want to make them square anyway. They're almost flush with the ground and it's like they're connected. Something very white reflects light. So it sounds like something like a building, a, a square mm. building, but not what we've seen before weird yeah he also talks about roads and valleys and he basically just keeps describing this architecture that is unlike anything he's seen before so then he's given some new coordinates and subject says i see pyramids can't tell if it's overlay or not because they're different monitor okay these pyramids have insides and outsides subject "Uh uh-huh got both and they're huge. It's really a... It's an interesting perception I'm getting. It's filtered from storms or something. Monitor, say that again, subject. Subject, they're like shelters from storms. Monitors, these structures you're seeing? Subject, yes, they're designed for that. Monitor, all right, go inside one of these and find some activity to tell me about. I'm... Uh, I, I just, like, I'm so... I, I'll, I'll, it's fine. I just, I'm just, I sound like the subject now, but anyway, I'm just gonna say, like, 
because I know you talked about Stargate and it's like people's psychic ability. Like, I just the idea of someone being able to like you just give them coordinates and they're able to right. just what? Like, yeah, I'm that's so crazy. What? Okay, sorry. That's all. That's all I have to say. I'll shut up now. <laughs> Keep going. Subject: different chambers, but they're almost stripped of any kind of furnishings or anything. It's like a strictly functional place for sleeping, or that's not a good word. Hibernations, some form. I can't. I get real raw inputs, storms, savage storms, and sleeping through storms. Don't mind me turning the pages. <laughs> Monitor. Tell me about the ones who sleep through the storms. Subject. Uh, very tall again, very large people, but they're thin. They look thin because of their height, and they dress like in, oh hell, it's like a real light silk but it's not flowing type of clothing. It's like cut to fit. Monitor, move close to one of them and ask them to tell you about themselves. Subject, they're ancient people. They're, uh, they're dying. It's past their time or age. Oh. What? I'm sweet. I, what? What? This is a fucking CIA document. This is literally a CIA document. And they just dropped this and acted like no one was going to have a fucking issue. Like yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm having a conniption right now. Dude, fuck That's it. insane. <clears throat> okay. Monitor. Tell me about this. Subject. They're very philosophic about it. They're looking for uh, a way to survive and they just can't. Subject. They can't seem to get their way out. They can't seem to find their way out. So they're hanging on while they look or wait for something to return or something coming with the answer. Monitor. What is it they're waiting for? Subject. There uh, evidently was a, a group or a party of them that went to find a new place to live. It's like I'm getting all kinds of overwhelming input of the corruption of their environment. It's failing very rapidly and this group went somewhere like a long way to find another place to live. Monitor. What was the cause of the atmospheric disturbances or the environment disturbance? Subject. I see a picture of a picture of like, uh, oh hell. <laughs> it's almost a warp in a, oh god, this is difficult. It's like going, let's see. Monitor. The raw data? Subject. Oh, I get a globe. Uh, it's like a globe that goes through a comet's tail or it's through a river of something, but it's all very cosmic. It's like space pictures. Monitor. All right, now before you leave this individual, ask him if there's any way that if whoop, ask him if there is any way that you ask him if he knows who you are and is there any way you can help him in his present predicament present predicament. Subject. All I get is that they must wait. Doesn't know who I am. Think he perceives I'm a hallucination or something. Monitor. When the others left, these people are waiting. When the others left, how did they go? Subject. Get an impression of a... Uh, don't know what the hell it is. It looks like the inside of a larger boat. Very round walls and shiny metal. Monitor. Go along with them on their journey and find out where it is they go. And then the subject seems to be unable to comprehend what comes next. And the interview is ended. Uh what?! The actual I have so many questions. Fuck, can you, first of all, can you send Rose and I this document? Because yes. I want to yeah. read it. Because um, it's worth so, reading the whole thing. So, the Martians. I am going to throw up 
everywhere. Something happened <laughs> like, on Mars, and they had to leave, but some people stayed behind, and some people left to find somewhere better to live. Did they come to Earth? That is the question. <gasps> is this where we came from? <sighs> That's the conspiracy theory, basically. Are these our ancestors? Because he said he describes them as people. They're just very different well, in ways. What I'm he said, like they were ancient, is if they're right? still like so is this group like repopulating then? It's not like these same ones were alive when like the others left, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, it's hard to I don't know. I don't know. This is so weird. No. Right? That's so weird. <laughs> So do you want to know who this guy was? Yes. Please. I okay. need to know so much more. So, thanks to It was to the Slate Long Dot Island Medium. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time. Yeah. Slate.com. This is where I found this article um, by journalist Jacob Brogan, who did a bunch of research into this. And uh, he actually found out who the subject of this interview was. And that was Joseph... McMonagall, who I'm definitely going to accidentally call McGonagall at some point. Yeah. And I apologize. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Joseph McMonagall was the psychic spy who actually identified the position of that Soviet submarine. Oh. Um, he was one of their more reliable ones, and at some point, at the, pi- the point that this interview was done, he was actually the only psychic working under Stargate. Uh, and... Brogan was able to figure out that McMonagall was this uh, person in this interview because he actually alluded to it in his book Mind Trek, which came out before this interview document was released by the CIA. Hmm. So he's definitely the person in this transcript. Um, And so the journalist Brogan reached out to McGonagall for an interview. I said it. I did it. McMonagall. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird name. It is. So he reached out to McMonagall for an interview where he got a little bit more info on this session with the CIA. Um, McMonagall said they just showed up where at the place that they were doing these studies and began the interview. He had no idea that they were coming. They didn't notify him. They literally just showed up, put the envelope down, and started asking questions, basically. Um, he said he had no idea he was looking at Mars uh, he thought he was looking at coordinates on Earth. He didn't... Ooh. Yeah. He, apparently... I don't I don't understand how this psychic thing works. If it's real. Whatever. Um, which is why he was having such a hard time understanding the architecture, especially. And the humanoid beings seemed to really throw him off. Like, once he started talking to them, he pretty much couldn't continue the interview. Um... And he said when he opened the envelope and saw the time and place he was looking at, he, he was, he was shooketh. Um, he'd never been asked, or he had been asked to examine a UFO before. And he did, and he got, like, information, but. He just, like, casually drops that. Yeah, like, I've examined a UFO before, but this was crazy. (laughs) Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, and, but he said he doesn't like doing this kind of thing, um, because there's there's no way for people to validate the information he's giving. So mm-hmm. he feels like it'll just be, he'll be written off as like a, a That's fake. That's so interesting that he says that. 
because yeah. he wants he wants there to be a way to back it up because he's like I know it's real it's just yeah right. exactly oh 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 Meg's got chills I just don't like that because I mean I I don't think a psychic would say that unless they genuinely were like I don't think they'd want someone to be like yeah back me up like that's yeah just, yeah I mean not not to say that for all psychics like but. I feel like if you were trying to, like, because f- if you were trying to fool people, you wouldn't be like, yeah, have their, like, second way to, like, look into this and, like, prove that that's, I don't know, I just don't yeah. like it. So, yeah, he, and he said he'd been asked another time to look at something similar with UFO and he'd just declined because he, he wasn't interested in that kind of stuff. He'd rather mm-hmm. do, like, solid visions on Earth or whatever <laughs> that could oh, be verified. No. Like the submarine. Uh, and in his book Mind Trick, McMonagall says that he doesn't know whether his visions of Mars really produced, quote, irrefutable proof of the existence of aliens from Mars a million years ago, end quote. But he does think that there's enough to it. He believes in his vision enough that he thinks it should justify further investigation. Um, and, quote, given the probable costs and potential for discovery... I would think that our government wouldn't hesitate to investigate, he writes, before suggesting maybe it's fear that prevents us from doing so. Oh, that's right, because the, the, the time was a million years ago, right? Like, when he was... Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, uh, Brogan goes on to say, actually landing a rover at one of the relevant sites, like one of the coordinates that he had been searching at, is a one in a thousand chance. Um so we'll probably never be able to, like, look for ruins of these things he discussed until we can get a crew on Mars. Great. Aren't yeah. we, I feel like, aren't we, like, kind of close to that, though? Like, I don't actually know because I don't work for NASA, but, like... Yeah, I, like... I think it's a one-way trip. That's the problem. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, that's not good. Um, alrighty. <laughs> what, you don't want to take a, grab a one-way ticket to Mars and just chill? I'm down. I'll do it. We sing that song from Phineas and Ferb where Candace is like, I'm the queen yes. of Mars. That's and all I've been thinking about this entire time. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, wait, but isn't Mars red? Yeah. Like, he had no concept of, like, a red plant. Like, it was just, like, he I mean, it's it reddish earth. dirt. He said he thought he was in, like, a desert area. Oh, okay, okay. He yeah, did. He was, like, very confused about where he was. Especially if it was, like, ancient. Like. We, we don't necessarily know what it used to look like. Yeah. I said that with zero confidence, but <laughs> well, we know nothing about space. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that is Mars Exploration, May 22nd, 1984. That's, That's fucking crazy. weird. Isn't that wild? I just think it's weird that, like, that document, I mean, like, so, so did the CIA, when that um, act happened, did they have to release everything? Like, no. They didn't release everything. So they selectively chose the things to release? I don't, I don't know, dude. Because, like, how did, like, I don't understand how they could release that and act like that was fine. Because, <laughs> like, people are reading through this shit, like. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of weird shit that they released. I just don't, like, if you work for the CIA, I doubt anyone that listens to us works for the CIA. I mean, I say that, but, like, there could be someone listening, I don't know. Um, I just don't understand, like, how you do that work and, like, not say anything to anyone. Because I feel like I'd get fired immediately because I'd be like, y'all. <laughs> I would have to tell Guess literally what? everybody. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd have to tell at least, like, one person, but I feel like you'd get, like, murdered if that was the case, so it's... Right. They would just take me out. That's so weird. Crazy. CIA is a weird division of our government. 
It yeah, is no kidding. sketchy. They've done some weird shit. Well, okay, so now I'm also thinking about how the monitor, mm-hmm. who we don't know who it is, obviously, like still, um, but they already knew that there was some sort of like stuff. Yeah, so like, there's. Is there another document somewhere that we didn't yeah. get that, like, has more information about that? Like, was there a know. rover that was landed and, like, they saw something and, like, they just, like, acted like that didn't ever happen, so... There's a lot of, like, hints that there's more information that we don't have. And yeah. it's very also, unsettling. The fact that the monitor knew enough to give coordinates that they would find something. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna... Where did that, like... Where did that information come from? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, like, it's interesting that um, Mick, Mick, Mick McMonagle? McMonagle. Yeah. McMonagle. Um, or I don't even know if it was Mick McMonagle. I don't remember. You, I know you said that, like, it, landing a rover in the same exact coordinates is, like, not, like, they know, like, they, they, they've probably done something to, like, because I don't know how you would know of those coordinates without exactly yeah i don't know that's weird it's all weird and none of it makes sense yeah i hate that thanks very much for the fear and for people that want to look it up the the document is called what again mars exploration may 22nd 1984 if you go to the cia website go down to the bottom right corner there's a a link that says freedom of information act click that then do your searching damn a lot of documents there do you think there's other documents there that are Oh Similar. yeah, they're There's Meg's okay. so, not gonna sleep tonight. No, Thanks I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go to the CIA website. Are you fucking kidding me? And I'm exhausted, <laughs> but I will be reading CIA <laughs> exactly. documents tonight. <laughs> right. What the fuck? Crazy. Wow. All my coworkers are gonna stop talking to me because I'm gonna be like, you should read this CIA. <laughs> hey, did you know about this weird CIA document? Did you know that we know a lot about Mars that they're not telling well, us? Well, it's funny because the stuff we talk about on this podcast, I feel like no one else is talking. Like, I mean, specifically when it comes to Anna, like. You know, I don't know, like, specifically the weird shit, like, yeah. when you talked about the, um, the monolith, no one, no one is talking about that, except for right. people that I know that have listened to our podcast. Um, there was something else, too, that was... I love spreading the good news. <laughs> um, Getting us all killed by the CIA. It's such, a, like, an interesting niche of the internet, like, such a weird little corner of the internet that, yeah. I like, it's well enough populated, but not, like popularly populated yeah well know? i think this like, is a prime yeah. example we forget how big the internet is yeah because like the fact <laughs> yeah, that these documents are available i mean i didn't because i remember that act like being a thing but i didn't realize like we actually had access to things like that like that's I fucking remember, wild like, hearing about it coming out but i didn't look into it because i was like eh, eh, well i was like what am i gonna read know? some like boring ass military shit no, right. they have a they have a like if it, um, I, I don't know little if Debbie's it's important, named, someone will tell like, me. military <laughs> sector and then oh some God. guy that was able to tell us about like tall string beans on Mars. I don't know. It was it's weird. Yeah. Were they speaking English to the best of his knowledge, or was he just like getting like senses of like what they were? It's I, it doesn't it's not clear. It kind of seemed cool. more like a vague communication because he didn't say like they said this. He's like they're hibernating. They're getting. Maybe they're it's dying. like mind. Like mind communication, like they send yeah. it, like, they're like, they're like well, yeah, because it's all psychic, so like, yeah, it's weird. I just never, I've never cool. heard of a psychic being able to like project like that and like yeah. go in coordinates and like go through the mo- like, and also because that wasn't even because I think psychic, I think future. This was like the past, yeah, right, yeah. So, 
Uh, much, much know, to, I'm going to be crazy. up so late tonight. <laughs> cool. Well, um, we did it. We did it again, huh? Yeah. Actually, this is another long episode because I was like, wow, last week was really long. I know. This week is going to be long, too. So you're welcome, everyone, because <laughs> here we are. So before we ramble too much longer, uh, Meg, do you want to tell the people where they can find us? I sure do. So <laughs> if you're interested... I don't know what the accent is. Um, if you're interested in finding different streaming platforms that we're available on, such as Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., or if you want to find our social medias, such as the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, etc., you can visit our card at nightmaregirls.card with two rs.co. Again, that is nightmaregirls.card with two rs.co. It's got all the links that you need to find everything and anything related to Nightmare Girls. And it also includes our email, um, which is the Nightmare Girls Podcast at gmail.com if you feel the need to email us. But yeah, visit those links. Check us out. Thanks for sticking with us for a month's worth of season two because this is this wow. is four weeks oh, now wow, yeah. of episodes. Crazy. Wait, my birthday is coming up. Yes, Anna's oh. birthday's oh my god, is your birthday is within the next episode? I have no idea. Wow, <laughs> I, I forgot think... that we have to like prepare for that. Like we have to be like, <laughs> Happy birthday, Anna and like we have no concept of <laughs> episodes come out. Yeah. So, oh is, wait. Are you looking at a calendar? Yeah. Uh, we're so bad at this podcasting thing, truthfully. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, your birthday will be right after the next episode. So we'll okay. have to mention it next so, time we re- record. <laughs> yeah, we will We will celebrate Anna's birthday in the next episode. So um, yes, those yes, of you yes. at home prepared to send Anna ni- um, nightmare messages. Wow. Birthday messages next send week. Me send her nightmare messages, nightmare too. Stories. Read through the CIA documents and send her another one to Yes. Oh, my God. Find the juiciest <laughs> CIA document that you can. Yeah. That's all I want for, cri- yeah. for mm. my birthday, not Christmas. 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 Where? What month are we in? <laughs> like oh, I'm man. confused. Still right. August. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, you're right. It is August. Oh my now. God, Meg. Okay. Well, I forgot oh. it's August. It was July, like two days ago, three days ago. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Four anyway. days ago now, but whatever. Alrighty. Well, we're just gonna cut this off. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Yeah. Uh, thanks for dealing with our nonsense. Oh, Go check out our TikTok. Check out our TikTok. We're funny. Yeah. Kinda. Do that. <laughs> Bye. Bye.